What the fuck is up, losers? How are you doing, Ty? <laughs> we hate our listeners. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> you can't control your fans, Ty. It is what it is. But mm-hmm. here we are. We're live in the booth. This is mm-hmm. another Friday episode. A beautiful one in the books. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's sunny. 260, <sighs> baby. 260. Getting up there. Six zero. Wow. Um, that's about the number of my ever... Lamborghini Redline's at. Oh, wow. That's pretty, mm-hmm. you must have a base model if that's the number it Redline's at. It's um, a little older. <laughs> it's a, it's it's a restoration project. Mm-hmm. Got, mm-hmm. got, got vintage plates on that thing. Mm-hmm. If you're listening Collectors. to this, that means I was able to give up the Tesla. I'm no longer driving a Tesla. Um, Seat Geek took it away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Seat Geek is a really funny way to describe a Tesla owner. Yeah, true. No, literally, I'm a geek in a seat. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude. And it's, uh, I gotta say, I, I drove my dad's car um, like the other day and it just reminds me of like, what, it, what it means to drive a man's vehicle. You know, driving the Tesla, I just felt like my my balls were shrinking a little bit, so I have to give it up. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. You can't spell <laughs> you can't spell manual without man, and I think there's a reason for that. Because <laughs> I'm a manual driver, baby. Holy shit, dude! I just like <laughs> splashed margarita into my eyeball because I, I fucking put this can down too fast. Damn, <laughs> that's so funny! Holy shit. <laughs> That's a good one, Ty. Holy shit. Bro, I don't know why you're wow. drinking margarita. You can't spell margarita without her. So put that down and have wow, a poster dude. with me. Actually, there's no her in here. <laughs> it, no, it's more phonetic. The, it's phonetic, bro. The, no, dude. This uh, this margarita's pronouns are he slash him. So luckily for me, I'm good to go. You're seeing it's a margarita? <laughs> Look at this, dude. M-A-R-G-A-R. Margarita. Margarita. That's the real spelling. That's the real Spanish spelling. They don't have they don't use H's in in Spanish. They just skip over that. They say hermano. You know, they don't they never they don't say her hermano. And that, they just skip that's over right. It. So it makes sense that they just eliminate it from the word altogether. Because if I think about the spelling of margarita for the pizza varietal of the word, I'm pretty sure it has an H in it. Oh, interesting. Do Italians use the letter H? I don't think so. I think they skip it too. But yeah, they spell completely differently. There's an H in it. Mm. Actually, that's the only thing. And they don't use the extra A. They swap it for the so, E. They, they bought a different vowel. So did you just mispronounce the drink? Or did you think I was drinking a pizza? <laughs> I thought you were drinking. I was mispronouncing <laughs> the drink. I was under the impression that uh, they were spelled the same. This is actually a revelation for me, Eric. I'm realizing that there's two different spellings for these two different uh, this is something I learned today as well. Crazy. Right. Um, if you're listening to this episode, that means I am in Hong Kong right now. And my favorite drink on a flight is tomato juice. <laughs> Do you ever drink the tomato juice on a flight? Dude. Okay. So we, you and I had a conversation <laughs> about this a few months ago. And it resonated <laughs> with me. So the last time I was on a flight, for the first time ever, I ordered the tomato juice. I said to myself... Fuck it, we ball. And then I ordered the little <laughs> can. They it. give me the whole, the whole little can. And I looked at my, I remember looking at my my boo who was sitting next to me and saying, like, am I crazy? Am I doing this? Wow. Dude, vegetarians have gone racing. too far. <laughs> yeah, dude. We're drinking our veggies now. 
Dude's having a fucking smoothie on the plane from a can. Here's That's the, crazy. He, and here's the crazier thing, Eric. Like I loved that? it. I oh, loved hell it. yeah, dude. Let's go. <laughs> it was amazing. Dude, tomato juice is legit the best beverage on a plane because it's like mm. when you sit there and breathe that recycled air for like 10 hours straight, the best thing for you is like some acidity, <laughs> like some mm-hmm. strong acidic flavors to just wake you up. It's like if I could take a pickle on a, on a, on a flight, no homo, I would totally do it. <laughs> yeah, dude, it would just fix you right in that moment. And I think it's because like <laughs> I'm so used to drinking carbonated beverages on a flight, but I'm already mm-hmm. up in the air. I don't need I don't need helium in my stomach to take me <laughs> higher. I need I need something from the earth, from the soil to bring me back down. So a tomato juice feels beautiful. Like, it just puts me back at home. It puts me back. It's like touching mm-hmm. a tree, but on a plane. Mm-hmm. It's like I never have time to get a to go pizza when I'm at the YVR lounge. So the, be- the next best thing is to drink the tomato sauce. <laughs> <laughs> When you put it that way, it's even better. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think dude. we can pull that at Subway. Like, can we roll up to the way and be like, yo, listen, I just want a glass of the marinara sauce. I think they would give that to you. You could take that home, spread it on a pie and like make yourself a little margarita pizza. That'd be really great, Hell actually. Yeah. They should jar that shit and sell it as like mm-hmm. pasta sauce. Actually, you know that what I realize now? Back when we were trying to make pizza at Subway, they didn't have mozzarella, but they do now. Like they have we legit like this. pizza mozzarella. Right. Yeah, you could actually make a really splendid pizza now, like a true <laughs> Naples style za. <laughs> I get the zaza at the way. The zaza. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. I, let me get a flatbread with some extra marinara, some mozzarella, just sprinkled on top of that. I'll bring one of these canned margaritas, and we're having a party at the way. Yeah, dude. So I'm having the the Zaza. I'm drinking the tomato juice. I feel like I'm having a late stage tomato girl summer. I'm a little bit of a laggard (laughs) here, but I think I'm also going to order the Flamingo Estate tomato scented candle. I I need to know what's going on with this thing. Dude, I need to know as well. You were were telling me a bit about it before the call. And can you just like run it back for the breadheads? Like what is Flamingo Estate? Because it sounds a little bit like an Epstein Island situation, but with better <laughs> graphic design. Yeah, dude, this place is like the most aesthetic cult I've ever seen. I think it's like a California based olive oil company. They describe themselves on their website as a living laboratory for rare ingredients, making nutrient dense rituals from over 100 farms. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means, but I'm into it. I want to, I want to get into this shit, but they sell olive oil and candles and like Zatar mm-hmm. spice blends. Mm, it sounds like a offshoot of like Noma, like the restaurant mm, where the guy, yeah. the head chef, like goes and collects sh- shrubs in like the alleyway outside the restaurant, I guess. And it's like fermenting his own onions or whatever. <laughs> like, what what are they doing over there at, at Flamingo yeah, State? Dude. Are they like <laughs> creating some kind of potion or what's going on? That literally seems like what they're doing. Like, I was looking up their Instagram and it's so vibey, but it seems like there's an actual estate. Like it's not like, like sporting rich wellness club where there is no club. These guys actually got mm. a club going and they actually have an estate. I don't know about the flamingos, but yeah, it seems like if a pretty about, vibey house. That's right. If you knew about the club, it would defeat the whole purpose. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, you're not oh, a club. <laughs> so I'm not in the wellness club. I'm hating from outside the re- very real sporting rich wellness club. <laughs> There's this a very is real really, club. Dude, 
<laughs> don't tell me that. Don't break. You're changing my reality right now. Well, Ty, I'm just using my imagination. I'm in the same boat as you. I don't think there is really a club, but maybe that's the whole point for people like us to not even think that there's an actual club. Meanwhile, right. we're like waiting in line outside the new store in Soho trying to get a juice for $49. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So there probably is a club and they probably get membership discounts. Mm-hmm. This they is get like... lymphatic drainage massages at the club for free and we're not allowed to do that. Wow. I, You're Googling I, what that what, means. What, I can guarantee I am. <laughs> Spare me the Google. Uh, what, what did you just say to me? Lymphatic drainage. This is what all of the wellness bitches get. It's when they like, I don't know, you just like take a selfie of yourself getting a massage, but it's like all around your belly. Wow. I think they just like, really? they just will belly rubs? the fat out of you. Yeah. They, <laughs> we've commoditized belly rubs into something that's way overpriced, but wow, I don't know if people get them. So this is crazy. So basically like Emily Oberg has started the contemporary Freemasons and <laughs> I don't know, but they means. have like yoga mats <laughs> and like, they're, they're like the Illuminati of the tradespeople. <laughs> Do they exist? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Um, but tell me more about this tomato candle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So it's a, okay. I've been eyeing this thing up. I, I first discovered it at like a random boutique shop in New, in Newport uh, Beach. And since then, <laughs> I've been keeping an eye on what's going on here. But it's called a Roma Heirloom Tomato Candle. And I'm kicking myself. I didn't just pick it up that day. But they basically describe it on their details page as conjuring memories of late summer dinner parties in Sicily. We worship the tomato, ripe, supple, and bursting with juice. You'd think they're describing a breast the way they're talking about this thing. Um, <laughs> but basically, okay, like all I'm trying to say though is this is a hand poured candle that smells mm-hmm. like a tomato. And I kind of need that in my house right now. Yeah, dude. You were just dropping some booty hole, booty hole bars for us. Um, Hell yeah. Dude, July, I just got booty goosebumps. Hole. <laughs> I just got goosebumps when you described the aroma of mm-hmm. these tomatoes. But do they oh, have aroma? Do they tomato. have uh, whoa? Do they have heirloom tomatoes in Italy? I, I'm pretty sure heirloom as a word is just like a marketing thing. Are, yeah, just, I'm pretty sure so tomatoes too. there are just like better, and they're, they're they don't need to like heirloom. brand them as anything. Exactly, mm-hmm. they yeah, they are what heirloom strives to be. I think so because Italy is old AF, and all of the <laughs> tomato vines there have probably been around for a couple centuries. So mm-hmm. we have all these like virgin vines you know new age vines mm-hmm. same with our mm-hmm. olives same with our our wine grapes probably the but tomatoes we, are the same case where do we even grow tomatoes like where do tomatoes come from if you're shopping like in north america is it california i don't really know i think they come from whole foods i think they're growing them in the back <laughs> they're born in whole foods wow where does subway get their tomatoes from they have they go through more tomatoes than anybody yeah, it's kind of funny how they never really disclose that. Like, they disclose way too much information about their stuff, like including the ingredients. Not enough ingredients, as we've learned in the past. But um, where do they even come from? Like, what tuna is that? <laughs> Dude, what is that tuna? Okay, I'm Googling this right now. It says they buy most of their produce from Ohio and Arkansas, but they're not explicitly speaking to the tomato. So uh, it's still a mystery. That's weird. I don't think 
Arkansas has any oceans where they can fish for tuna. So real fishy subway. It's real fishy subway. Come on. Spill it. Mm-hmm. Just like uh what did what did Frank Ocean say? He's like, I can sell you a beach house in Idaho. Oh yeah. Dude. What a yeah. goofy guy. So he also used to work at maybe the fat he got- <laughs> <laughs> maybe he yeah, you're right maybe he got that bar from subway because subway could also sell you a beach house in idaho they're telling you mm-hmm. that's where the tuna comes from but we are well aware that there's no ocean to fish from no but i spent many a summer in idaho as a child and they have some nice beaches there Wait. just a little uh piece of idaho lore yeah like northern idaho d'Alene area there's some beautiful lakes and beaches that you can really uh, Wait a second. An afternoon can just get zapped there, you know. You're like, now you're googling. I'm googling. There's probably actual beat houses in Idaho. Maybe Frank Ocean isn't speaking metaphorically. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're looking this up hold live, on. guys. Thank you for yeah. listening. Harris hopping on, <laughs> hopping on Zillow right now, seeing what our options uh, are. Do, 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 do. Anything? Okay. Let's see. Um, I, Frank's usage of Arizona. Okay. Oh, you're, His you're, usage on of... you're not on Zillow. <laughs> Come on, son. I need the definition. I know what he said. I know the lyrics. I need to know what some guy in his basement thinks of the lyrics. <laughs> mm, good call. Good call. Um, so let's see. Frank's usage of Arizona in the first verse can also be attributed to this song. Uh, he's referencing a song from George Strait's Oceanside Property. Um, got some oceanfront property in Arizona. Obviously, that's a landlocked state. Mm-hmm. Uh, blah blah blah. He's saying beach house in Idaho. Neither of these states have an oceanfront. I don't know, Ty. I I don't believe you <laughs> that there's a beach house in Idaho, unless we're talking dude, about like do lakes count as a beach? Like it's just a lake. Yeah, totally, dude. Like I, I'm from <laughs> small town interior. Like I get it. The we- the West Coast mind cannot comprehend the idea of a lake. <laughs> dude, the yeah, dude, you're right. The coastal mindset is like. Wait, if there's no sand and salt water, then it's not a beach. That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. The like the coastal elite mine starts at Manhattan Beach <laughs> and ends at Tahoe Lake. And beyond that, the world is a mystery. Mm-hmm. That's right. The only lake that I acknowledge. Um, oh, what's it? <laughs> <laughs> is this a land acknowledgement? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's it called when like? China like doesn't acknowledge Taiwan as its own country. Like, is that is that the right word? I I will go with that. Let, let's just say the only pronouns that I acknowledge Thai are Lake Como, <laughs> Lake slash Como. Lake Como. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. That's all I got for you, man. Other than that, everything has to be on salt water for it to be a beach house. Mm-hmm. Well, it has to actually be on sand to be a beach house, but. I we won't fight on technicalities. Mm, I guess not. The house that Kanye like, built in Malibu would count, I guess. Mm-hmm. It has to be between <laughs> between bread to be a sandwich. <laughs> between between uh, bread vertically, like if if it's mm. between bread horizontally, then that's a taco or a hot dog. Yeah, that has a variety of definitions. But as soon as we go vertically, shit's a sandwich or a burger. Sa- but I think a burger is a sandwich, and we've gone down this path a lot. But really, the definition of sandwich is simply <laughs> vertically stacking ingredients with the end caps being grain. Mm-hmm. End caps are green, um, especially when you get the sesame bun, you know, those grain yeah. on grain. Yeah, grain on grain, baby. 
Hell yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Um, so yeah, I, I'd like to cop one of these tomato candles. Um, I think it'd be nice to like, if you say you invite somebody over for like after dinner drinks, you can like light the tomato candle and then they walk and like, Oh, what'd you guys cook in here? It smells amazing. Like, Oh, we just had some pasta, you know, something, nothing light. And then they like open the garbage and there's like McDonald's bag in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, the uh, illusion of freshly cooked food, which is like kind of funny because you're bringing the same energy or the same vibe home that subway does with their bread you know like it's like it's right. all this like plastic that they're actually eating and cooking but mm-hmm. it just has that really alluring yeah uh, savory aroma this is why i still think uh, a subway scented candle would be an incredible like thinkfresh.com like merch item um but we just like have no way of making that like it's like, yeah. almost impossible to make something like that it's for sure. I like, I can't even figure out how to put a proper podcasting mic on this MacBook, let alone engineer the <laughs> aroma of a bright candle. That's right. We're more worried about getting people to buy cure hydration using our code Bradhead. Um, mm-hmm. Hydrate your, your damn self, your thirsty ass. Mm-hmm. Um, link in description. Link in the description. Um, but how do we like first make a candle? And then also infuse the scent of a Subway sandwich into that candle. Like, what does scent look like in physical form? I don't even know. I think it looks like um, a, a, a mountain peak, Eric. Or... I was picturing like an eyedropper. An eyedropper. How do you see scent? You can't. Well, you can it in a cartoon. In it's oil. always squiggly lines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's always like squiggly lines and then flies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow, we should make a fly attracting candle <laughs> and then just bring it to Subway and then have like a horde of flies in there with us. That'd be pretty fun. It's like, yeah, it's like the opposite of the, uh, like a citronella candle. Mm-hmm. Citronella. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. How, can, how else can we fuck with Subway? I think we need oh. to like. <laughs> Dude, I got, I got you here. I got you. Um, I actually was thinking about this the other day. I I jumped into chat BMT and I was asking it this exact <laughs> question. I was like, right. next time I go to Subway, I want to do something something spicy, and I'm not talking about the hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. What do we do? How do we so, fuck with our artists in a way that they are first confused, but then they laugh along with us? That that'll be our goal. Yeah, yeah. The prank, the good a good old hearty wholesome prank. Well, mm-hmm. okay, I'll give you the ideas that chat BMT had, but. I want to caveat that they're they're not a tie original, and therefore I cannot okay. be held accountable for whether or not they are good or bad. Yeah, or if somebody who's listening to this does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not Think Fresh Enterprises is not accountable for whether or not you do these things. Okay, yeah, don't try these at home or or in house. So this one I really like. I, they call it the gigantic tiny sandwich. Okay, so what mm-hmm. you do is you order a foot long, as we do, but then you only get ingredients on one side and you leave the other side just like carte blanche you could even take this a step further eric and you could just add ingredients to one inch if you wanted <laughs> no how do you feel about how, how do you like how this one you, i think it's funny because i it's a way of thinking about a sandwich that we never have thought before i need to know is, what do you that think, is interesting tell me what you think about that idea <laughs> I'll be sure to fill the next three minutes with my thoughts. Um, I think the, I think it's stupid. (laughs) 
I think it's stupid because you're going to be like you're the pranks on you because you're buying the footlong, but you're only going to be able to eat six inches of it or one inch in your case. So it could be funny for like a, an anonymous YouTube viewer, but not for us because we're going to be footing the bill, pun intended. Mm, that's a good point. So if you're going to make the money back in YouTube ad revenue, then this is the move for you. But if you're actually planning on consuming the sandwich, it's probably not a good idea unless you want to take it home and turn it into garlic bread. Yeah, I think that makes sense. You can get them to still cut it in half. Yeah, that's true. And then you just got bread on one side. You could even bring the bread mm-hmm. back next time and try to use it for a discount. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we could try that. Let's let's try to just buy the bread and see what that costs. Mm, you might have to end yet, up like, you might have to end up making the sandwich, quote unquote, but then just don't ask for any ingredients. Like mm-hmm. I'll get the veggie mm-hmm. delight, and then when you get to the veggie section, be like, okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> like skip <laughs> any sauce, <laughs> skip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just some salt, please. It's like wow. the um, subway equivalent of reading the terms and conditions. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Exactly. Really? Skip. And then don't even wrap okay. it. Can you just put it in the paper bag? Just like a bakery. That would look yeah. so cool to walk out of there with that. Yeah, it would. I'm going like, to go sit under the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 the most typical French date of all time. Baguette, wine, cheese under the Eiffel Tower. Hell yeah. Nice. Girls love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's another one for you. Uh, they're going to get increasingly worse. That one is the only one I really like. But they Damn, that was your best one. <laughs> that was the Fuck, best dude. one. Dude, we got to think uh, more um, bold. We got to get like more, more spicy. We got to like, you know, potentially get thrown in jail. That's what I'm. That's kind of the vibe mm. I'm going for. Oh well, the next idea was not going to get you thrown in jail unless uh, you have to really freak this to get there. But the uh, the suggestion was to bring a small portable speaker. And then play some fun or unusual background music while they prepare your sandwich. And then you have the opportunity to even do a little dance or potentially sing out loud some of the ingredients you're ordering. Tomato, extra lettuce, sweet onion sauce. What do you think? He's thinking. He's he's stewing. He likes it. Uh, I hate this so much. No, I hate this so much. Um, this just gives me hope that AI will never take our jobs because they're like criminally unfunny. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you know what, Ty? I think what we have to do is here's a prank idea for you. We're going to go on Grailed. We're going to buy a subway uniform. Okay. And then we're going to show up together at actually, no, one of us will show up with the uniform. The other person will be a fake patron. <laughs> and then I'm going to walk or one of us is going to walk behind the line. And be like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry I'm late. Uh, that's my first day. I'm just starting right now. My name's Eric, blah, blah, blah. You're going to start cooking up. You're going to put the gloves on and be like, what can I get you? You already know how to be the sandwich artist. Like, you've you've been there so many times. And then you and I are going to create the most insane sandwich together for the first time. And I'll be the one to just cre- create it. That's going to be so sick. <laughs> now we're talking. The artificial mind cannot comprehend this level of creativity. Exactly. They would never I, I, like. They would never recommend that because of the risks associated with it. So mm-hmm. we gotta like somehow word that into the prompt, I guess. Yes, yes, yes. What are some fun illegal ways to prank our sandwich <laughs> artists? And this is a good one: is to like fake being mm-hmm. an employee. 
I think they, mm-hmm. I don't think the sandwich artist on shift would care at all. I think they would welcome you. They'd say, good, I don't have to make the sandwich artist. I can go sit on a cardboard box in the back and play mm-hmm. on my phone. Either you or me will be the fake patron or we'll simply be sitting down with our sandwich filming and mm-hmm. one of us will be like interacting with real customers. I think that'd be so funny. Oh yeah, dude. dude I, 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 want, I want you to be the artist. I want to mic you up and tell you what to say. <laughs> I'll even strap a like camera to my chest and film POV of me ruining <laughs> this cam. young poor woman sandwich. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now we're talking, Eric. Dude, yeah, I'm gonna dude. get a job at Subway. I wanna I wanna get a job there so bad just for the uh <laughs> the inside scoop, the inside tuna scoop on what's going on. <laughs> yeah, dude. I wanna get a slice of whatever's going on backstage there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. I need to get behind the scenes. Fuck. Okay, what what else do you got for us? What other pranks? Dude. Big time money making pranks you out there. I got no more big time. These are they're all get increasingly worse, Eric. So I oh. actually I don't even want to share any of these badass ideas, but that's okay. Um, okay. Well, can you think of any off was, the dome? I think if I had to give you a Thai original prank to play at Subway, I think the trick would be to order everything using uh, riddles. I love riddles. I love speaking in tongue and mm-hmm. having the sandwich artist engage with that always makes me i already do this so i think it's pretty funny <laughs> and another fun prank eric would be to ask for the bathroom code and then not order a sandwich <laughs> dude i do that every weekend um here's a, here's another one for you ty we are both gonna stand in line but we're gonna enter at different times okay we're gonna play it off as if we don't know each other and then i'm gonna whoever's like behind in line will try to steal the other person's sandwich, like cut in front of them and be like, oh yeah, uh, mayo on that one. And just like oh. try to like steal, hijack the other person's sandwich. And then the other person has to be like, what are you doing, bro? Get the fuck out of, <laughs> I'm, in the line. Wow. I'm in the line here, bro. Yeah, dude, oh. that's what we have to do. A little bit of role play. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to battle. Backseat, and- backseat builder. Mm-hmm. We have to battle, and we have to see who can take the sandwiches at the front of the line. Okay, so we're we, we are in a competition. Exactly, and the sandwich artist is none the wiser. Mm-hmm. They are, they are just the uh, pawn in our game. That's pretty mm-hmm. funny. Like you're, they, good yeah. at this. you're way better than me. Yeah, the the trick is to ask for some ingredient that's like not in the line, but they have to turn around to get. And then that's when you quickly swap places. <laughs> and then be like, oh yeah, this one. <laughs> Damn. That would be even funnier if we were treacherous twins. Um, those are good ideas, Eric. Those are good ideas. I would also like to try ordering a 13-inch sandwich. Like, Ooh. just, yeah, keep a straight face and say, I need 13 inches and see yeah. if they can help me out. Or maybe one of us can be like, can I get an 8-inch sandwich? And then he's like, oh, sorry, like, I can't do that. And then the other person's like, oh, did you, did you say eight inch? I'll take a four inch, actually. And then see if he'll do the eight and the four. Mm, nice. That's kind of funny. Divide and conquer. How do you, I don't even know how they charge for that. Yeah, that's a good, good question. Good question. That's that's their problem, though. Mm-hmm. Gets back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. So, Eric, I've been thinking about, uh, like, I, okay, I've been wanting... A lot of like my TikTok algorithm lately has been like, would you rather games? And it's a pretty like low effort entertainment bit. So I thought I would love to do a would you rather segment with my co-host. 
Would you like to mm-hmm. play with me? Absolutely, Ty. Let's go. Wow. I love that you love the idea of this. Okay, I wrote these myself. These are not AI generated. So let's see how they go. I, I only wrote four of them. I think they're all funny though. Would you, okay, okay, first one. Would you rather, Eric, Eric, my co-host, would you rather get unlimited free Subway sandwiches, but they have to be tuna? Or would you rather have unlimited free drinks and cookies, but the cookie will always be oatmeal raisin and the drink will always be milk. <laughs> Obviously the tuna foot long because I can just give those away at every single birthday. Mm. Every birthday you have, Ty, from now on, you're getting a tuna foot long. Damn, that is a an Maybe. interesting move. I would Never I like the milk gift. and cookies. I like the milk and cookies. I think that's a really fun. They they go together. It's the perfect treat. You can show up to parties with those. Mm-hmm. You're going to smell like tuna all the time if you do that. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I guess you if you have an unlimited milk to go subscription, then it's less sus. You mm. know what I mean? Like you don't want to be like the tuna guy, like the tuna plug. <laughs> the tuna plug, dude. And yeah. you're also risking mercury poisoning if you go down the tuna path. Damn, I didn't think about <laughs> that. Yeah, I'm going to have to switch my answer actually to milk and cookies. It's the safer thing. And safer. come Christmas time, like Santa, I got you. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, the tuna will be good. For, I think the tuna will be good for, well, actually, Subway tuna will be good forever, but it will only be yeah, palatable for so long. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Okay. okay, next question. Next one. Would you rather, Eric, my co host, be given $1 million or would you rather have your own personal sandwich artist come, <laughs> your PSA? Come to your house on command whenever you like for the rest of your life to make you a sandwich. A lifetime personal sandwich artist or a million dollars. I'll take I'll take the five grand. <laughs> the five grand? Is that after taxes? A mil- yeah, after tax, after uh, Daddy True takes his cut. A million dollars, Ty, that's a lot of money. I would have literally done this for less. Like what I like I said, five grand would be enough for me to not choose the PSA. But that's a nice attempt at, you know, making me a true Subway loyalist. See, I'm kind of in the sandwich artist camp because <laughs> you can monetize that if you wanted, if you if it's money you care mm-hmm. about. But also, they're going to bring their own ingredients. You don't have to ever grocery shop again. And the time savings of that to me for a lifetime is worth a million dollars. Think about when you are 85 years old, you're a cripple, your children have all, they've, ne- they've never visited you. You're in an old folks' mm-hmm. home, and you don't want to eat the mashed potato and slop again. <laughs> but then your sandwich artist just shows up. Wow, you just painted the most horrifying picture for me. But I see your point, <laughs> and I think what's more disturbing though is being in a position where you have to decide between like spending money on good groceries for you yourself or getting the free sandwich yet again. Mm. I think I could really easily fall into the trap where I'm like choosing the sandwich over everything else. So for that reason, I don't trust myself enough. I'm taking the, taking the mill. Yeah, actually I'm going to lean in that with you, Eric, because the, <laughs> like if you eat a lifetime of shredders, you'll be so nutritionally deprived that you will probably die early. Your life, exactly. your life will be actually shorter if you take that ch- choice. Exactly. And sadder. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd rather next live question. fast, die young because I had a million dollars. Exactly. Um, next question. You could also just buy like thousands of sandwiches. Like, do you really need more than that? 
Probably not. Like that's so many inches. Like how many sandwiches do you think you'll have for the rest of your life? Like, Hmm. you know what I mean? Like how many, how many more decades do we have Ty? (laughs) I got like a year left, dude. (laughs) I'm living the same lifestyle as a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, Say Hmm. we live like another 40 years. That's pretty, pretty generous, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How many sandwiches would you eat in those 40 years? You think? Like, let's say well, once a week. Once a week, and there's what, like 52 weeks in a year? Yeah. I don't so think 40 I'm going to go times twice. 52. Yeah. That's for 40 years. And 80 sandwiches. Okay. How many so inches is let's that? Uh, 24,960. 24,000 inches. Dude, I, mean, yeah. I could probably like go around the sun. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Um, what is the circumference of the earth? <laughs> in inches that's uh, 1.5 billion damn not even close oh, 24 um, thousand inches to kilometers is so that's only 0.6 kilometers mm, that's so, a lot of sandwich though um that's like one party sub more or less that's like the i think that's about the distance to from your apartment to subway so you just like line up sandwiches between there and there and eat your way i could eat my way to subway <laughs> wow um cool so that's yeah 2080 sandwiches um times that by i guess you can almost times it by 12 as well to get the dollar amount mm-hmm. probably so what's that we just said it was twenty five thousand. so mm-hmm. ty you asked me if i wanted twenty five thousand dollars worth of sandwiches or a million dollars do we see now why the million dollars is a better option the million dollars is suddenly very tempting when you look at the macroeconomics of it (laughs) exactly so that's my final answer i'm gonna lock that in i think that's the right answer and i'm there with you eric next question this is a tough one okay my co-host eric would you rather permanently wear a sandwich artist uniform or permanently smell like the subway <laughs> I, knew it. I knew that's where i was going um damn that's a tough one tough that one. is a tough one um do i get to take off the uniform when i like hook up with someone no but we'll say you're allowed <laughs> to take it off in your own home so if you can get the, if you can get her home then you can take it off but oh, if you're dude, hitting sub- every place the the visor stays on sorry babe Oh, dude. Sandwich Riz? I got hella sandwich Riz. Don't even worry about that. That's no problem for me. I'm taking the outfit. You're taking the fit? I think the fit's yeah, a good call, too, because it's easier to hide the fit. Like, you could put a baggy, like, trench coat over top and still mm-hmm. look re- respectable, but, like, a lot of Tuscan leather to mask that sandwich scent. Almost impossible. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, um, women are sensitive creatures you know what i mean to scent Mm -hmm. so the scent would throw someone off really bad um Mm -hmm. whereas like if you're wearing a green shirt like dudes have gotten pussy in green shirts before you know i won't be the first the bar is the bar is very low for a well-dressed man like girls will hit Mm -hmm. a lot worse um so really the sandwich artist is probably fairly that's a fairly respectable outfit as far as all things go it reminds me of okay i gotta show you this photo i would i want you to describe what i'm i have on my phone i was at a i was at a pub the other day <laughs> and there was a dude sitting nearby me 
And I had to take this photo because of the condition of his hat. He was sitting alone drinking a beer as men do at bars. But I'm going to show you this photo. You tell me what you see in this photo. Oh, my God, bro. What the fuck? How messed up is that? That's some premium uh, ventilation going on here. Okay. What can you describe to the breadheads what you're looking at right now? Jesus, dude. This looks disturbing. Um, he's looking. It looks like he's wearing a normal dad hat. Um, however, the two panels at the back are just like cut out or just worn down because he was dragging his head on the floor or something. Um, but it almost looks like he tried to fashion a trucker's hat out of a normal dad cap, and that's what we're looking mm-hmm. at now. Yeah, dude, there's such big holes in this thing. And it doesn't help that this dude's hairs look like on his head look like greasy pubes. But the whole back <laughs> half of this hat just looks like like a dead rat. It does. And also looks like a G-string. <laughs> a little bit like a G-string. It's it's stringy, this thing. I, I almost lost my appetite when I saw it. I was like, that is the most that's disgusting hat I've ever seen in my whole life. Disgusting that's what that hat. visor will look like on you after a lifetime of wear. Well, I don't get a re-up every season. Uh, we'll let you re-up. I think it's good to be fresh. <laughs> Eat fresh, that's look true. fresh. That's right. I wonder how often they get new uniforms at Subway. Or does the, like, the company have to like restructure every time that happens? <laughs> I think it's only during restructuring. They're like, we launched a, we reframe the ingredients in a new menu. That new menu comes with a new shirt. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, that hat will tell you that, like, you're in the wrong place to make friends, but in the right place to drink a pint alone. Mm, yeah, totally. Like, if you have some <laughs> depressed thoughts, if you're, like, questioning yeah. your life, this is the place to be. Yeah. If you're thinking about fighting your coworkers, then go here for a beer first. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I saw this really great tweet the other day that was said, like, the sentences, I'm going to, I want to kill myself. I want to kill you and we should kill ourselves are oh my god bear with me here they are holy statements they are pure because they oh. cannot be used by a company they can only be used by an individual <laughs> wow. brands can't touch them so they're they're ours they're you and i's we own those and yeah. there's something beautiful about that isn't it illegal to like try to kill yourself i don't I'm know sure is that first actually, degree murder? Illegal. um I think it's like attempted suicide or something like um, like I'm pretty sure it's actually illegal to do that, which is kind of crazy. It's like we're not even allowed to kill ourselves. <laughs> Damn, the illusion of freedom. Truly, truly. That's, messed That's amazing. It's messed up. Speaking um, of uh, being dead, Eric, I have one more. Would you rather for you? And then we can conclude <laughs> this fabulous episode. Oh, I hope it doesn't end in a dark place. Um, Only a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay, here it is. Would you rather have a Subway sandwich prepared for you by the late chef Anthony Bourdain? Mm. With the except, but but Anthony, he doesn't like you. He's mean to you. Or <laughs> would you rather have a Subway sandwich prepared to you by Chef Gordon Ramsay, but he really likes you and he treats you really nice? Wait, hold on. You don't think he's a good chef or something? Do you think his like personality is shown in his food as well? I don't know if it translates <laughs> to his food. I, the only time I've had like something from Gordon Ramsay is like at a, like I think there's at the Nashville airport there was like a Ramsay burger bar or something. <laughs> oh no, not the Nashville airport. 
um yeah i walked by hell's hell's kitchen in vegas and mm. yeah it looked like it was very enticing very hellish i, I kind of wanted to very walk hellish. in but i didn't um wow so so mean bourdain take, or good guy ramsey i gotta take bourdain because Even if, i think yeah. that'd be a better story i think he's more beloved in general and i mm-hmm. like him personally so yeah i gotta go with bourdain you know that'd be a sicker story it's like yeah bourdain one time made me a sandwich like there's lots of bourdain lore out there ramsey's just known as like a hater you know yeah but even though I, his I, I, I cooking this will question. be his cooking will be also probably hater hater proof <laughs> yeah um but eric i fashioned this question knowing that's where you'd gravitate so i just want to <laughs> I just want to cede this to you. If Anthony Bourdain is mean to you, if he spits in your foot long, then I think that will leave a sour taste in both your mouth and your mind. You never want to meet your heroes for this reason, that they might not be who you think they are. And you are taking on a risk, my friend, by meeting mean Bourdain. (laughs) That is true. Mean Dane. Um, I think I, in this rare occasion, am I like aware that it's going to be a hateful sandwich? Mm, I'm going to say I guess, no. I think it's going to catch you off guard. <laughs> It'll catch me off guard. Okay. Me, uh, yeah, that changes things. Because if I knew it was going to be hateful, I think I'd just like take one bite and be like, that was awesome. Haha. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, once I like pick the dirt out of my teeth. But in this case, not knowing that it's going to suck, um, that might ruin things. But I don't know. It's still a good story. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like yeah, dude. I got a boarding story for you. He made me a sandwich and I fucking hated it. <laughs> mm-hmm. He made me a bad sandwich. I guess if it's yeah, all yeah. about the story, which that's all life is, is collecting stories. Mm-hmm. Then that probably exactly. is the better answer. Exactly. What would you pick? I think I'm aligned. I think there's a few benefits to that. The lore, mm-hmm. the narrative, yeah. the opportunity to have a dead person make you a foot long. Yeah. Nobody wants or nobody cares to hear about your interaction with Gordon Ramsay. You know what I mean? If Unless mm-hmm. he yelled at you. If it's something nice for you, then like I don't want to hear it, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You actually, you you want the experience to be with Gordon. You want him to like really like mm-hmm. verbally assault you because otherwise it was yeah. like it could have been any chef. Yeah, and I think Bourdain will be able to really creatively create a spiteful sandwich, whereas like mm-hmm. Gordon Ramsay trying earnestly to make a good meal, it'll just be boring as fuck. You know what I mean? They'll cringe, have like actually. Fresh. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of cringe. It's like you tried, but Bourdain will put like, uh, like deep fried rats in it or something. Mm-hmm, and he would just be like, super- this is like hilarious. And I'd be like, dude, this is hilarious. <laughs> right. He's like, it'll be, it'll be more passive aggressive than that. He'll be like, I know these sauces <laughs> kind of conflict, conflicting profiles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You put tofu in a meat sandwich. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not bacon. <laughs> Yeah, he would put turkey yeah. bacon just to fuck with me. <laughs> mm-hmm, he would actually. That's how he would make a hateful sandwich. He would just make it vegetarian, and I'm like, dude, wow. I hate you for this. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you'd pull that on me. But this is—it's coming from a ghost kitchen, so it's still a good, good story. Whoa, Bourdain Whoa. is the ghost kitchen. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Right, Speaking of ghost kitchen, Ty, I gotta ghost you and begin my weekend. I'm ready to start packing for my trip and mm-hmm. yeah it's time to get out of here already king well you have a fabulous 
time in Hong Kong. Can't wait to link and build with you when you return. The breadheads are expecting a full scene report on the streets of Hong Kong, the CPP, and what's going on with the noodles. So <laughs> what is just in let the noodles here? We need to know what's in the noodles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, King, it's been a pleasure, and I'll keep you updated as the story unfolds. Thank you, All breadheads. Right. Think fresh, everybody. Ciao. Ciao.